Welcome back to Chop for Time. Uh, it's Thomas and Ben here again. We're diving back into this. Uh, if you if you don't know, this is the first time we've actually put this on YouTube. I believe live right? audio video yeah. surround well, sound. We're not Dolby live. Are we? Five point one. Did I say live? Yeah, you said live. Well, we are live currently. As sure, we said this here. is this is currently live. Um, but yeah, so Chop for Time is an opportunity that we take to dive into the passage a little bit deeper mm-hmm. um, that we talked about on Sunday. Um, Sort of the extended edition, so to speak, of the uh, sermon. Yeah. Now we need to do some appendices. This is true. Yeah. Appendices. So every time that anybody writes a sermon, there's a lot that we end up chopping to <laughs> to, to cut not, it down to, to not, 25 minutes. Yeah, to not be here an hour and a half like yeah. I threatened to be yesterday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, so well, I mean, you already made reference yesterday to the fact that there was a lot that was chopped mm. um, to make space for, for what we were talking about. But um, first of all, how's it going? How was it's, your weekend? It went very well. Good. Uh, good weekend. Uh, just somewhat relaxing. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we we are still in the middle of COVID uh, 2020 slash 2021, and we're just a few months away from 2022. So. Yeah, that's crazy. I can't uh, believe it's August, almost yeah, September. Yeah. So there just seems to always be ongoing conversations about what's the right thing to do, what's the wrong thing to do, what's right to not do, wrong to not right. do. So, and there's always ongoing conversations about stuff like that where we're trying to um, try to discern what's right. what's best. Yeah. Uh, so there was you know, some of those conversations this weekend, but other than that, I mean, yeah. it, I was at least on Saturday be able to be in my house and have those. That's so. always good. Yeah. I know you also had some car trouble. Yeah. That's, that's always, yeah, that's, that makes for a joyful that's weekend. That's ongoing, and yeah. I am not a mechanic. Right. At all, so <laughs> me neither. My we have a car that's just been sitting in our driveway for months, and I haven't <laughs> haven't done anything to work on it just yet. Um, but uh, no, I'm glad that, glad the weekend was good. Yeah. Sunday seemed to go really well. Yeah, you, you, you oh, have my weekend. weekend? No, I, don't I, be rude I did here. very little. Yeah. Uh, I had an introverted weekend, which was much needed. <laughs> it was just kind of nice to yeah. recluse a little bit, yeah. um, so that was kind of nice. Uh, and then sort of dive back into it all again on Sunday, which yeah. is which is good. Yeah. So the last couple of weeks here in church have been weirdly quiet, busy. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like it's been very quiet in here. We've been spending a lot of time setting up this, mm-hmm. getting this ready. Um, yeah. This wall, this wall is the bane of our existence. <laughs> Painting this stuff is absolutely the worst. It was like twenty-five million <laughs> coats of paint. A lot um, of paint. It was, but. Uh, but yeah, no, we're excited to be able to do some more online content because yeah. um, we uh, obviously in this day and age, that's kind of what we have to be doing. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of excited to do a bit more of that uh, in the n- upcoming months and stuff. So, um, but yeah, I thought I thought Sunday went really well. There was a good handful of people there. Yeah. It was yeah. it was hopping, yeah. and we had the the cross country running team from was that, was KCU that who was with. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. So they were there. Um, they seemed to enjoy it and had a good time. Yeah. So it was good to look uh, back and see them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So hopefully yeah. we can please come back if you happen to be watching this. <laughs> um, of course they're going to. Of be course watching they're watching. This yeah. Um, Must see TV right here. Mm. But yeah, over the last few weeks we've been talking about mental health mm-hmm. and uh, mental well-being and spiritual health and all those kinds of things and and taking a biblical approach to. Um, well, mental health. Yeah, <laughs> look, mental look, and emotional look, health. Yeah, yeah looking, looking at what the Bible has to say about mental and emotional health. Last week, we talked about uh, Elijah mm-hmm. um, and and his crazy story, which is a f- fantastic. I love the story of Elijah. Yeah. Um, and how is it in James, it was saying that we can relate to him. Yeah, which James is like, 5.17. Yeah, which yeah. is pretty crazy. Uh, and this week, you dived into Thessalonians. 
Yes. First Thessalonians. First Thessalonians. Yeah. So this is one thing I've always wondered, because there's a big debate about this back home. Is it Thessalonica or Thessalonica? And you went with Thessalonica on I did. Sunday. I did. Is that for any particular reason, or is it, it sounds better? one I can pronounce nine out of mm. ten times. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. taught a... Uh, I think Thessalonica sounds cooler as it well. Does. It does. It kind of rolls yeah. a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but I taught a Sunday school class at one point where we were... Um, you know, going through the book of Acts, mm-hmm. you know, and, and Paul's travels and his writings and his influences, and uh, Thessalonica was one of those. Right. And I really, one Sunday morning in particular, I just struggled with that, with mm-hmm. being able to pronounce that. So, I go back and forth. Yeah. Well, you know, what, you'll probably see this in this video that I'll say Thessalonica or Thessalonica multiple times each. But... Let's let's just be honest, though. If anyone who has listened to these in the past or has a history with First Church over the past year or so, mm. they're used to words, weird words, words yeah. coming from you. Yeah. There was a comedian, Kylie, and I were watching yesterday who said that uh, when you're an expert communicator, of which I am also one of those guys, <laughs> um, <laughs> that kind of summed up my yeah. life. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so we're, we're in Thessalonians, First Thessalonians, were we? Yeah, we were in chapter five. Mm-hmm. We went with verses 14 through 22, uh, which I'll go ahead and read, and then we'll talk about the three verses out of this that we really kind of zeroed in on. Uh, But uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, starting with verse 14, says, And we urge you, brothers, admonish the idle, encourage the faint-hearted, help the weak, and be patient with them all. See that no one repays anyone evil for evil, but always seeks to do good to one another and to everyone. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophecies. But test everything. Hold fast what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. So that was the, the passage that we came out of. We And we really, you know, verses 16 through 18 was really where we kind of zoned in. Mm-hmm. Uh, rejoice always, pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for right. you. Uh, so that's where we where we spent most of mm-hmm. our time and attention. Yeah, and, and on Sunday you definitely spend most of your time, I think, on rejoice always, which yes. I think is an important one to dive into yes. and, re- and get because that doesn't seem practical on a surface level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> which which you tackled in great detail. Yeah, anyway. and I think that I don't know if Paul, uh, you know, with him being the author of this book, I don't know if he necessarily meant this as a step by step. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, kind of like one builds upon the other, mm-hmm. but I think that there is a very practical sense that one does build upon the other. Right. Uh, because if we're unable to rejoice always, mm-hmm. then praying without ceasing, right? We may be in some form of prayer, mm-hmm. but it's not going to be coming from a source of right. joy and us targeting, kind of even approaching God mm-hmm. uh, in our prayer time without ceasing from a joyful place. And then if we we're, we're, if we can't rejoice always, we're definitely not going to be able to give thanks in all mm-hmm. circumstances, every circumstance. Right. So, yeah, that's, um, you know, I did say that there was no way that we were going to be able to cover all three of these right. um, and, and, and do it justice mm-hmm. to any level. Uh, so I, I kind of zoned in a little bit more on rejoicing always yeah. uh, than the other two just because I feel like that... That is kind of an entry-level step into mm-hmm. this. Yeah, yeah. And you kind of use the analogy of how you're, you're always a husband, you're always a father, you're always a pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but you're never all of them all the time, but you are at the same time. It's like, it's like this weird thing. It's like you're all of them, but they're, there's multiple hats, yeah. if that makes sense, yeah. that you're wearing all the time. So it's like we can be joyful always whilst being in a terrible situation yeah. at the yeah. same time. Yeah. It doesn't mean that we're always smiling or always happy. Mm-hmm. And I think we always... I think we've talked about this before, but there is a big difference between joy and happiness. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. um, I mean, you know, in, uh, uh, I think it's in Philippians or in one of the books, I can't remember, we were just reading it recently with the young people um, about Paul was was like pretty much thought he was going to die. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm done. Like, <laughs> I'm ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. rough, you know. Um, I doubt he was happy in that circumstance, right. but he was always joyful, yeah. you know, which... Yeah. Um, Still baffles me yeah. a little bit. Yeah, you because know? I mean, he, he even penned that he was sorrowful mm-hmm. yet full of joy, mm-hmm. um, and that you know we talked about the difference between always as opposed to only, right, and then always as opposed to equally, right. Because you know, as we would probably transpose almost any of those words in our mind, mm-hmm. you know, like, well, if he says always, then that could be we could transpose only into mm-hmm. there or mm-hmm. equally. And that's not the case. Right. Um, because if we say, you know, only rejoice, then that limits us to we have zero room for any other emotion. Yeah. Uh, zero room for any other expression, which is just not biblically true. Right. You know, from from Jesus' standpoint, Jesus wept. Jesus was sorrowful. Yep. Yep. Jesus he sweated blood. Yeah, was under yeah. great spiritual oppression at times yeah. and emotional, uh, di- you know, distress. And then he was angry mm-hmm. as well. And in those moments, if we're if we're going to present it, which I think we've done not overtly, mm-hmm. but maybe covertly in the realm of mental and emotional health, that. Uh, it's rejoice only, right? And just put that mask on, yeah. and pretend like everything's okay, right? That's not a biblical approach to it, yeah. and I think that that's one of the corrective measures that we need to take as a capital C church is mm-hmm. recognizing that it's a rejoice always, and even though that I'm always Kim's husband, I'm not only Kim's husband. Mm-hmm. I'm also Rachel's father. Right. I'm also a pastor. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm also a son. I'm also all of these different things as well. Um, and it's so I'm not only those things, and I'm not always equally those things. There's time that um, my family takes precedence mm-hmm. over the church. It has to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's also times that, as a pastor, that is what is at the top of my value in that moment. Yeah. Uh, so it, none of them are always and equally or always only. So right. I, I hope that broke down in a yeah. way that made sense mm-hmm. yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the reason that we which probably go into is the reason you tackled these three areas with regards to mental health is that it's a practical application yeah. that helps. Yeah. You know, you can talk about the actually implementing these and practicing these are an encouragement to our m- mental and emotional well-being. Mm-hmm. You know, um, seeking to rejoice in the hard times and seeking because obviously the main thing that we rejoice in is Christ. You know, seeking Christ, rejoicing in Him, even when everything is falling apart, um, is incredibly beneficial for our health, mm. mentally and emotionally. And I've, I find that the amount of times that things go wrong, and the last thing I want to do is pick up a Bible or listen to listen to the Bible in an audiobook or something. But when I do, it's like 
eye-opening of like, oh my goodness, this yeah. is actually so helpful, mm-hmm. you know, and even just it brings about a peace sometimes. That's, I remember it was a, a while ago, the last time, it was a few times ago that I preached, I was listening through First uh, and Second Samuel. Mm. I remember it was just a kind of rough week and I was driving down to Lexington and I just listened through the whole, like, well, the first half of First Samuel. And even though it was just, it was nothing but a cool story, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's a cool story that I get to appreciate. Right. Um, it brought about a level of peace that didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's one of the mysteries of the Bible that uh, it does uh, yeah, that. Yeah, it does. I think that, uh, you know, without getting too mystical sure. or, or out there, I think it it shifts the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I really do. I think mm-hmm. when we shift our perspective mm-hmm. to focusing on God, focusing on His Word, things of Him, even from a worship standpoint, a song standpoint, if that's what we're surrounding ourselves with, I think that it very, very much yeah. changes the atmosphere yeah. around us. Mm-hmm. And that's a that's a big deal because mm-hmm. the atmosphere that we surround ourselves with affects us um, probably far more than what we what we know yeah. and what yeah. we what we understand. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the second one is prayer. Well, this one says pray continuously. Yours says pray without ceasing. Mm-hmm. Right? I like mine better. Okay. Well. Like... <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Pray. Pray without ceasing. You made the joke about the car. Right. Yes. Do you drive? Close your eyes. And yeah. The best, yeah, yeah. which some people apparently seem to do, right. which I appreciated that because yeah. it's very true. Yeah. Jesus <laughs> can hear us with our eyes open. Yep. Yeah. The, yeah. There, there's moments of reverence, sure. Right. I, I right. Get it, but that was just kind of a tongue-in-cheek kind of mm-hmm. reference there. That. Um, and you know, one one of the really cool things that I found in my research and my study this week was that um, the terminology used here in this. In the original Koine Greek language, um, it, it would have also been referred to in the culture at the time um, as something similar to a hacking cough. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and we've all experienced times of that. Yeah. Uh, another one would be hiccups. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when we are uh, when we have a hacking cough or whenever we're hiccuping, we're not doing it without break. Mm-hmm. You know, without a without a momentary pause. Right. Um, but when when I have a hacking cough, it's all continuous. of my yeah my yeah. focus is on this yeah. hacking cough. When I have hiccups, my focus is even though I'm not hiccuping in the moment, I'm still thinking about mm. hiccuping because I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's it's constantly at the forefront of my thoughts. Yeah. It's not 100% my action mm-hmm. all of the time, yeah. but it is what I'm aware of yeah. all of the time. And I and and that that put a new little spin, you know, and a yeah. little bit shed a little bit of a light to yeah. me on what praying without ceasing is. It's not a constant state of prayer, but it is a constant awareness yeah. of communicating with the Father. Yeah. And I, probably taking that analogy further, and again, this is taking the analogy further, not the scripture further, but like if you have a hacking cough or if you have hiccups, it's not something that you can even help. It's just, it just happens. Yeah. Which is just sounds like a cool place to get to in your prayer life. Yeah. Of yeah. You see something happen and your automatic response is prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely not there yet. It's It's definitely a, something like a conscious decision that has to be made to bring Jesus into the conversation or do you bring bring Christ into the moment that of something that's going on, whether it's I'm having a conversation with somebody or I almost get in a car wreck or whatever it might be, yeah. you know, of bringing Jesus into the conversation. Uh, and it, it, it excites me to, for the prospect of that happening naturally, right. you know, right. of getting, of practicing prayer so much in life and bringing Christ into the conversation so much in life that it just becomes natural. Mm-hmm. Um, 
sounds cool yeah and something that i would aspire for yeah, absolutely you know? um uh and then the the last one here before we get into all the other things that you might have chopped uh, was the giving thanks in all circumstances um which i appreciate that it doesn't say give thanks for all th- yes. circumstances yes big big difference <laughs> right yeah um yeah, and that's what we talked about yesterday is that we don't have to, th- in bad times, in harsh mm-hmm. times, in rough times, in trying times, we don't necessarily have to be thankful for the bad, trying, right. harsh times. Mm-hmm. But we do need to be thankful for them. Right. Yeah, I, mean, well, I, I just, I repeated myself. The, you know, I, well, no, but it makes sense. Like if you lose, a, if you lose a loved one, you don't want to be praying thanks that they were taken yeah but at the same but in that moment you can thank god for all of his goodness yeah despite the heartache that's going yeah. on if that makes yeah. sense and that's and that's the focus of it is the mm-hmm. genesis fifty twenty mm-hmm. and the romans eight twenty eight concept of even though that there's all this evil and all of this bad going on around me i'm going to praise god and i'm yeah. going to thank him and be grateful Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we kind of at the beginning of the message, I introduced this concept that uh, by God's providence, mm-hmm. He has sovereignly placed us in this moment of time, right. in the position we're in, for His glory and for our good. Yeah. Uh, while many of us, most of us, all of us maybe, mm-hmm. wouldn't have necessarily chosen to live through a pandemic right. and the ripple effects that have been caused by yeah. that. We, we have to be thankful for the fact that this is not some big mystical cosmic accident, mm. uh, that God is not taken off guard by this. Right. He's not caught by surprise. And from the foundations of the world, before the foundations of the world, our sovereign, all-powerful, almighty God has chosen us to be here mm-hmm. at this moment, at this time, for his glory and for our good. And, and that should be something that not only causes us to be thankful, but should also blow our minds at the same time. Yeah. Because I wouldn't have chosen me right. at all. But going beyond that, to live and have a voice of influence at this time. And I don't yeah. know anyone who would say that they would have, mm. especially with the way that we've processed through yeah. this past year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I like the um, giving thanks in all circumstances, I, it... Uh, it kind of makes me realize that no matter what's going on, there's always reason to thank God oh, for, yeah. f- at least for him and what he did. Yeah. Right? And yeah. we, I talked about this recently with you about, I find it, it just kind of was a realization to me recently. It's like, I find it sad that we as Western believers don't give thanks for, um, you know, God bringing the Israelites out of Egypt in the way that the Jews do with mm-hmm. Passover and, mm-hmm. and all those kinds of things, or the way that the Israelites did um, back in Jesus' day of looking at the things, the amazing things that God did through his in, this whole beautiful story of how he brought about a rescue plan for his people mm-hmm. and how he showed off how amazing he is. We don't, gi- we don't really just give thanks for those moments mm-hmm. in the way that we probably could. Well, you know? I think that we're so wrapped up in ourselves that yeah. we don't pause long enough to thank God for the rescue plan that he has orchestrated in our lives, yeah, yeah. much less something that happened yeah, exactly. centuries ago. And that's, I think that's one of the big problems that we have culturally in the West today is, is this immediate gratification of things that we need. You know, we're all about taking the short way out. Yeah. 
um, and shortcuts and 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 making things easy, even with like the video worlds. So, I mean, that's one of my backgrounds is like video stuff. Um, you know, we put in a lot of effort this week to make this look good. Mm-hmm. But the common trend when it comes to TikTok or online stuff is just pulling out your phone and doing something within five seconds, mm-hmm. you know, and it doesn't look as good and it doesn't sound as good and it doesn't turn out as well, but it's easy. And we're all about finding this quick, easy, momentary thing. Yeah. Because we're all about the here and now in this one minute that we're living in, as opposed to putting in the effort and the work and, and, and getting to somewhere that is better, mm-hmm. whether it's professionally, spiritually, mentally, emotionally. Um, we're all about right here and now. And we don't yeah. focus on the future. We don't focus on the past. We're just like, we want everything to be right this yeah. second. We're looking for reward and satisfaction in each moment yeah. instead of looking towards. Yeah. And we become satisfied mm-hmm. with a more minor reward mm-hmm. and a more momentary reward instead of focusing on an everlasting reward right. and a greater reward. Right. Uh, and, and that's something that we all struggle with. Yeah. I mean, we see it with fast food. We see it with everything yeah. uh, in, our, in our culture. It's all so fast-paced that we don't take the time to look back and thank God for the things that have already happened in our own lives, in history, in the creation of everything. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we don't look at a tree and think, wow. Yeah. God, good job. That's incredible. Yeah. How did you come up yeah. with that? You know, like, um, but we we need to practice that sort of patience almost of, okay, everything around me is falling apart. We're in a global pandemic. I lost my job. I lost this and the other. I've lost family members, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And be like, okay, I'm going to pause. I'm going to rejoice that God is still good and still sovereign. I'm going to pray that it's stops yeah. <laughs> and pray for his goodness to continue and i'm going to give thanks for all the amazing things that he has yeah. done through this and before this yeah. and, and, you know. and that's what we see paul doing a large portion of his new testament yeah. writing was done from prison of yeah. some fashion yeah. and that's what he's um you know encouraging the thessalonians to do here is because they're facing a great deal of persecution mm-hmm. uh, for their faith and as he builds through this first letter to this church it's he's he's recognizing the persecution, but he's also giving them a blueprint and a grid of how to manage yourself, right. how to conduct yourself and glorify God while awaiting Christ's return. Yeah. That this momentary suffering, yeah. these momentary times of struggle, mm-hmm. uh, don't get lost in those. Keep your eyes focused on the return of Jesus. Right. Uh, and this is how you do that. And we you know, we kind of talked about these three of rejoicing always, praying without ceasing, and, uh, you know, being thankful right. in all circumstances, as opposed to what I I think all of us kind of see as a snapshot of what yeah. most of the Christian world has become instead of a joyful church, instead of a praying church, and instead of a thankful church. I think that, oh, for the most part, we've become an angry church, we've yeah. become a suspicious church, and we've become a cynical church. Right. Um, and... That's that's a that's not a fun reality, or a realization to come to that the world, those who are outside of the church, that's what they see. Yeah. In the majority, it's not of, appealing. Right, right. Uh, of Christ followers. So, and, and I even made the statement: how much I can't remember in my lifetime when there was actually a lower bar of being a right. good example of a Christian mm. than what we find ourselves right now. Yeah. 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 I, uh, yeah. When you said that, I find that interesting as well because it. We don't really think about it that way, um, but it, 
we, the reason we probably don't think about it is because of what you just said, is because we're cynical and because mm-hmm. we're angry and grumpy. Yeah. So we think, well, everything's terrible at the moment, you know. The church is losing. Yeah. You know, we have this sort of mindset. And even if we look to everything going on, like, in Afghanistan, you know, the, the, perse- the persecution is real. Oh, yeah. Like, it's oh. really real. Um, yet, it's the, I think it's the second fastest growing church. Mm-hmm country-wise yep. uh, in the world second to i think iran is the first as far as i'm aware i can't remember, i remember i've read something recently about that but the fact that there are people there and all the articles that i've seen produced by afghani christians seem to be practicing this stuff you know of i mean they're definitely in prayer uh, and they're they are somehow rejoicing and they're somehow giving thanks because i think they're recognizing that that's what matters you know. What is the saying? You never realize, you never know that Christ is all you need until he's all that you have. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That idea of once you hit rock bottom, you realize he's the rock at the bottom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it'll be, I'm, I'm really intrigued to see if people take this, take these three areas in their lives and practice them over the next week to see what effects that might have on their day to day. Yeah. You know? Um, not that we're simply seeking for things to be better and mm-hmm. be happier, but spiritually and emotionally, if they feel growth, feel closer to Christ by rejoicing always, praying continuously and giving thanks in every situation, you know, it, it'd be really interesting to see if people listening would practice that and then tell us how yeah. that went. Yeah. You know, hit us up, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> Communicate. You, yeah. We have a questions page now. Oh yeah. 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 So, well, yeah, we, probably talk about that at the end yeah probably plug that a little more um so before we run out of time what other things did you end up chopping uh really the the main area i mean there was a lot of details of those three verses that were chopped um which we'll come back to at a later date because i mean Mm -hmm. it's really important um very foundational in my opinion but the passages 14 15 uh, then 19 through 22 all of those Mm -hmm. passages that surrounded those three uh I, i i really just had to cut I, right. I, I read them for the context, uh, and I read them for the point that Paul was making. Um, mm-hmm. But I think we're going to revisit those coming this Sunday cool. uh, because it talks yeah. about, uh, you know, verse 14, be patient mm-hmm. with everyone, be patient with them all. Um, no one repays evil for evil, but always seek to do good to one another mm-hmm. and to everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a recognition of one-to-one family mm-hmm. and then everyone, which is mm-hmm. not family. Uh, but then it goes, you know, don't quench the spirit, don't despise prophecies, test everything, hold fast what is good, and abstain from every form of evil. Mm. So this Sunday, the plan is is to go into those passages and really look at, from a mental and emotional health standpoint, we mm-hmm. play a big role in each other's mental and emotional health. Right. Um, and, and our communities, mm-hmm. and our world, uh, the church should be a positive mental and emotional influence on mm-hmm. our communities, not just within our within our walls. Right. So we're going to look at that of uh, you know doing good to everyone. Don't repay evil for evil. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, be be kind. Yeah. And then uh, also looking at that abstaining from every form of evil while holding fast to what is good. Yeah. So that's that's the plan. It's a big ask. Yeah. 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 It is. It is. <laughs> yeah. No. Very cool. Um, that's, that sounds exciting. I like that. Um, but yeah, if you if if people have any questions or thoughts about these passages, especially after a Sunday morning before mm-hmm. we get to this or to other things, 
Um, what should they do? Yeah, we. Uh, one of the things that this study, this series has done for us has opened up the lines of communication to a greater level than what we've had before. Not only uh, what we've had before on a mental and emotional health communication standpoint, but also just conversations in general. And that's been very encouraging to me to have the be able to have these conversations and have people asking these questions. And that's one thing that we want to encourage everyone to do. So if you're watching, if you're listening to this, uh, and you've been here for the sermons or you've listened to the Sunday sermons, what we're encouraging you to do is get in contact with us somehow. We have a, um, you know, a page that is dedicated for you to send your questions into at FCCGrayson.com. Uh, and we just want to be able to put out as much uh, media mm-hmm. and materials for you to have as you possibly can. We still very much want to concentrate on the gatherings mm-hmm. and being together as family, but we're, we also are recognizing that there's a great need for online content, mm-hmm. for media, for point-and-click access right. to be able to instruct, to equip, to encourage. So if you have a question relating to the sermon, a point of clarification, Hey, you know, maybe uh, could you give us more practical application? Because we we recognize we're limited in time in what we can right. offer on Sunday mornings. Do that, and we're going to you know we encourage you to ask those, send those in to us, and we're going to be doing um, additional podcast episode where we're going to be tackling some of these questions and hopefully providing some clarification. Very cool. Yeah, I'm excited about that, and hopefully we'll have we got another at least one video planned for this week. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, so do do keep an eye on the YouTube page, and hopefully we'll have a, a lot more stuff for you to dive into throughout the week. But do do join us on Sunday mornings. Yes. Like we we make sure that the place is clean and, and sanitized, and um, Brooke and the team do a fantastic job. Yeah. Um, doing all that kind of stuff. So and we're here at the same time. Yeah. Each and every Sunday. Yeah. Ten thirty. Yep. Nine thirty Sunday school. Yeah. Six p.m. Youth and children, adult <laughs> Bible study. I was surprised the, the the radio voice hadn't come out earlier. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> but but yeah, um, no. The, this whole whole mental health discussion has been interesting because obviously it's a hot topic media wise right now. But it's yeah. been refreshing to just dive into the Bible yeah. about it. We're not yeah. tackling media topics. We're not talking about debates around it. We're just saying, okay, here's what the Bible says and, about and we're it. Not giving our opinions. Yeah, yeah. It's like here's what the Bible says. Here's how it can help. Yeah. And if you need say law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so um so yeah, hopefully we'll you'll hear from us again next week. And uh yeah. So thanks for joining us at Chop for Time. We'll um yeah, we'll see, hopefully see you on Sunday and we'll talk to you again next week. All the best. <laughs>